the thing that we were like start our life together with was a complete fucking lie. Right. Oh okay. God. About totally. something you didn't have to lie to me about. Right, yeah, the care. symbol of your love was a lie. <laughs> Azul's here with us again. Okay, I have to tell you something about him. Go for it. I didn't want to make you drive all the way to the west side this morning. He had stayed with a friend of ours. So I volunteered to have her drop him off at my house, and I would bring him to you in the studio. Yeah. And he was so sweet and so wonderful, and I drove him here from my house. And, like, I just want to say, I don't understand how anybody drives in a car with other people's pets, let alone their children. It was so stressful for me to be in a car with, like, somebody else's, like, like genuinely, like, precious cargo. Yeah. It's really stressful. I know. Well, I was like, is she going to understand how to put him in a car? No. <laughs> Did he jump up there? Okay. I had a list of car questions for you. Yeah. I didn't know if you put them in the back seat or on the floor or in the trunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. SUV trunk. Way, yes, not S- like SUV. Like the penalty box. Not a sedan trunk. Yes, like the penalty box. Well, yeah. So he was this, we're recording farther in advance because of the tour and everything. So we just actually got back from New York which will feel super dated by this time this airs. But yes, he was with his friend. She has another dog. He had a great time. And I just reunited with him here at the studio and he did not give a fuck. I'm surprised because he was looking around my house like, where is Ashley? Well, I think he just is confused now on what's going on. (laughs) And I think he also just like sees you and knows I'm nearby. So I think he got really excited to see you. And then he was probably like, she's got to be around. They're always together. (laughs) He blew his load. Then he was upset. He jumped on me. It was really nice. I just, it was very stressful for me to have him in the car. I kept turning around to make sure he was like, okay. Like I could never have children in my car. I'm not responsible enough for that. That is kind of a crazy thing. It's just like like, drive around with someone else's kid. Yeah, it's crazy. Like my mom used to like carpool and drive other people's kids. And it's like, what if something happened? Well, you know, it's crazy. morbid. But like, I think about it. When I think about driving in cars in our childhood, I think that we had a Volvo station wagon with that back penalty box that faced the car behind it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was always in that. Okay, that is the literally unsafest thing I can think of in my life. And while I put your kids in the back, first people to die in getting rear-ended, just smushed up. Okay. Like, and we would just be like, up. Go, like looking at cars. We'd be like flicking off cars. Didn't even know what it meant. It was a fucked up time. I would be in the penalty box at the OJ trial on my on my car on the way to school. That's a fucked up thing to let kids listen to also. This oh, guy yeah. murdered his wife brutally. We listened to it every morning oh, on the way I to school. I would be a, a small child in the front seat. That's how we rolled back then. Listening to Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah. On the way to like choir practice, <laughs> I should I still shouldn't be in the front seat. I <laughs> legally I'm like one inch too short to be in the front seat of a car. You guys. Anyway, we turned out all right. Yeah, we're fine. Parents today, they're just. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're too sensitive these days. Okay. No. Put your kids in the trunk and put on a murder trial and then funny. drive to school. Okay, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash gg. So you know if you listen to the show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to 
to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. So therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, et cetera. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GGE today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GGE. Okay, so let's just do a quick life update. Okay. Again, sometimes you guys don't know what we're doing because you don't follow us on Instagram. We know some of you don't because the numbers just, they don't lie. But so you, it's like I always want to be like, that was so dated, but some people have no idea what the fuck. They're listening along every week as if it's current. So mm-hmm. it's not not current, but we did just get back from New York and I'm going to the Super Bowl. So I will have gone to the Super Bowl on the 20th. It's old news at this point. But if anything, I feel like I need to report. I guess I'll just do that next week. This will have been my first Super Bowl. And I'm trying to talk in past tense, but I brought my brother. Hopefully the Eagles won. Hopefully Rihanna was incredible. And it was just something that I was debating. And then I was like, no, it's just too much with the Phoenix show four days later. (laughs) And which we also will have had at this point. I'm sure that was incredible too. But then I just had a couple drinks. I was out with a guy friend and he's a good guy friend of mine that's like, just the so like live life to the fullest type of person. Uh-huh. And we just had a couple margaritas and he was like, you should just go. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> I like, went home and I booked all the travel. And then the next day I bought the tickets and immediately got an email that my FICO score had changed. <laughs> so <laughs> it was definitely a large purchase, but I think these are the things I want to spend money on. So when you told me you were going to go, you just sent me this text and you were like, I'm going to go to the Super Bowl. And I was like, okay. So she got that advice from that guy. And I was disappointed in myself that I didn't give you that advice because I start to get really analytical as you should when you're going to spend that volume of money, of course. Yeah. And we were also going to be in Phoenix three days later, four days later. So it's yeah. it's crazy to go to there and then back and there and then back, even though it's a quick flight. But I do want to live life with a little more of like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's not like you go to the Super Bowl every year. It's like the Eagles. I mean, the Steelers from the Super Bowl, I'd be like, yeah, let me move heaven and earth for this. I know. I mean, that's the thing. Like it couldn't have been worse timing. Like going to the Super Bowl ensures that I'm not in LA one weekend and the whole month. Mm-hmm. You know, like the timing was crazy. Having a, I'm flying to Phoenix twice in a week. Like I'm a commuter to Phoenix. But my brother is... We're so close, and I just, it's like the Eagles and Rihanna. You know, Matt and I share like a deep love for Rihanna. Matt looked at me in the middle of an empty restaurant in the middle of lunch, and Stay was on. He goes, I love a ballad by a strong female artist. Like, we, <laughs> I remember you don't we, expect it from Matt. I, no. it was, she was belting out Stay, and it was like, it was like weird for the vibe in the restaurant. And the way he said it, it's just, it's nice. He's in touch with his feminine side. I mean, he loves Rihanna. I remember being like on a vacation with my family. We had done a cruise, and I believe we had stopped in Puerto Rico and we were walking around and Matt and I, for the first time, heard like coming out of some restaurant or storefront or something, Take Care by Rihanna and Drake for the first time. It stopped us dead in our tracks. <laughs> we were like smoking cigars, I remember. <laughs> and we were like, what is that? And it was like, weirdly, we heard it like there uh-huh. and we just like stood and we were like, what is this song? 
the best song ever made. It's going to be really special. I'm yeah. like, I'm jealous. I have like so much FOMO, but I'm not going to spend that kind of money unless it's the Steelers, but it's a once in a lifetime um, opportunity. And I think it's really nice. And that's been over for a week at this yeah. point. But. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But it, it did also like inspire me. We were talking about this at the airport, like about just like doing things like and making it work for yourself, even if you're like not sure if it will. Like I was talking about going to London with my family uh-huh. and you know, what actually started me traveling in my whole life is my fiance and I had broken up. I'd never traveled anywhere. And my dad and I were going to go to Europe and we were like going to go to like London and Ireland and Scotland. It's like my dad's dream. It's all he's ever wanted to do is like go to those places. That's like the trip he wants to take. And like last minute he kind of canceled on me. I was just like, I just don't think I can like swing it. I don't really want to make it happen. It's not like we'd booked flights or anything, but yeah. he was just like, I don't, I don't really want to do this trip because I blame his wife, ex-wife. <laughs> so he had brought up a couple times now that my brother's moved to London. Like, do I want to come with him there in May? And I just kept saying no. Cause I was just like, I don't think I could fit it in. This is kind of crazy. We've all these shows in May and in June. And I just was like talking to you about it. And I was like, I, this is sad to not just go. Yeah. I should prioritize this. This is like this trip that my dad's always wanted to take. And I didn't get to take it with him years ago. I ended up going by myself and I'm going to do it with like him and my brother. It'll be really nice. I'm going to fit it in. And I think that, you know, my parents are older. My dad's 76. And so we do have a finite amount of time with our parents as they get older. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to prioritize this. I, you and I work so hard. I've worked my whole life for this. So yeah. I'm excited to go do that. So I'll update you guys. Oh, for sure. I know. I was like, we were looking at the calendar last night. Like, let's figure out how we can do this. Yeah. We, you, let's, let's figure it out together. Well, I, I plan my trips with you because yeah. I just, you know, I don't ever want you to feel like I've abandoned you professionally. <laughs> well, I think as you get older, you just know what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And it becomes way easier to say no to stuff that you're like, I'm going to do that thing. And look back on it and wish I just stayed in. You kind of can be like, look at something and be like, I won't regret this for the rest of my life if I don't go, but like, I know I'll have an amazing time if I do go. So I should just, whatever it is, spend the money if you have it, of course, make the time, take the time off work or whatever. And I think you get to a point where you get invited to something and you're like, I don't think that's going to be that fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just like reflect and not have FOMO about something. Cause I think it's so easy to be like, but I should go something's happening and I should do it. And then you actually get to a point. I feel like in life where you're like, I don't want to do it. Nothing feels better than when I skip something and the people that went told me it was bad. It's <laughs> the best feeling yeah. that you can ever feel. Also, you made me laugh so hard in the car yesterday because I was like, we did the Salt Lake show, we did the Denver show weeks ago at this point. They were amazing. Yeah. And then immediately had to go get up and fly to New York to do the Today Show. And I was like, you know what I was thinking? If we'd stayed in Denver for the extra day on Sunday, I would have liked to like go skiing because like our video guy is like a big snowboarder. And I was yeah. like, wouldn't it have been nice if you and I just like tried to go skiing? And you're like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> that was crazy. You you were so out on it. Well, you said it like we would have. Like you were like, if we would have been an extra day in Denver, we would have gone skiing. I was like, we would have? <laughs> no, we wouldn't have. What are you talking about? Like the way you, you, you usually wouldn't say it like that to me. You would have said like, like, remember when we thought we were going to go to Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> that was so crazy. We thought we were going to go to Disney World last time we went After to we did so many live shows, yeah. after we hadn't done live shows for like six months. Well, that brings us to Florida, which is coming up. So we have shows in Miami, Tampa, Orlando. We would love to see you guys. Again, Salt Lake City, we kicked it off the tour there, Snack City Tour incredible. So fun. We did it at the comedy club. So we were like, right. We were just so close to you guys in the audience that came and it was, they were both like such epic shows. We had the best time. And then Denver was incredible. Again, super dated at this point, but just wanted to shout out that we had the Denver Broncos drumline, the Broncos stampede, which were awesome. We mm-hmm. loved Denver so much. We had so many people come with their moms to the show. I like can't get over it. So much family. And when I really think about it, like 
coming with your mom, like it's so special mm-hmm. to share that. And then at this point, we will have done Phoenix too and had the Arizona Cardinals cheerleaders open that, which I'm sure were incredible. So I just wanted to do a few thank yous and tell you guys that Florida shows are going to be super lit. They always are. And there are still probably at this point some tickets left and you can get those at girlsgotteat.com. Yes. And Ashley and I always say this, but we write the shows so that even if you've never listened to the podcast, you will love it. It is wild, fun. We do giveaways. It's insane. There's crazy stuff that goes on. So um, if you have friends that have never heard the show, it doesn't matter. They'll love it. So bring them. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I have for that. Okay. And then we just want to announce a couple quick things about Vibes Only, our other company. The vanilla blow gel is back in stock. We have these incredible blow gels. The flavors are the best. Uh, we've had passion fruit and vanilla for a long time. Vanilla sold out, back in stock, so you can grab that, make your blow jobs even tastier. And Wait, I want to read the DM. Okay. We posted this on Vibes at this point, but I just am obsessed with this DM that this girl sent to me personally <laughs> that said, Miss Girl... When, all caps, is the vanilla blowjob gel coming back into stock? I've guzzled down too many vanilla cum loads to go back to normal flavored cum. That's the most iconic (laughs) DM I've ever gotten. I've guzzled down too many vanilla cum loads to go back to normal flavored cum. Go all the way off, Miss Girl. (laughs) Falso, you know if a DM starts with Miss Girl, it's going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank so you. Thank you, Queen. It really is. I mean, it's it's personal preference because people love the mango, the passion fruit crushes, yeah. and the vanilla. So it's really whatever you're going for. Or it has any flavors. We're at Soho House with the person who like runs a lot of the stuff at Vibes. She and Ashley and I were trying out new flavors. And so I was putting them on my fingers. And I had flavored blowjob gel just dripping down my fingers. And I'm running around Soho House trying to like figure out where the napkins were. It was really shameful. And then the other big announcement is we have an incredible feature that we're announcing in tandem with our app and the toys. Uh, We've worked on this for a long time, so it is our long-distance lover, which will allow you to have somebody control your toys from anywhere that the app is available. So I I, I feel like I've been talking for a long time, so I'll let you talk about this too. um, It is a paid feature, so I just want to get that out of the way. But if you have any of our vibes, it will work with the app and you simply text somebody a link or the code. And if you are in a long-distance relationship, if you travel a lot, this is going to be unbelievable. So your partner could be in California controlling your vibrator in New York or France. Like all over the place. Yeah, it's like not just California, New York. You could be in Wichita, Kansas. Thank you for bringing up other cities. Des Moines. South of France. (laughs) Yeah. So it's really easy. Again, you can get into the remote control for free, but this is a premium feature. So this is with the paid subscription, but only one person needs to have that paid subscription. The partner does need to download the app, but just the free version, very quick and easy. Everything's really speedy. They'll just download the app and you'll go to the remote controller part of the app. You'll go to uh, the bottom navigation where it says vibes and it's really simple. It's really easy. We have designed screens to walk you through it, but it's so easy. You'll just get this code. You give them the code. You can text it to them from the app or you can just tell them the code via text, via if you're on the phone with them or whatever, and that'll last for 10 minutes, connect really easily, and then they can just play around with their phone, with the patterns, the intensities, and everything, and control your vibrator, and whenever you want, you can end the session. If you finished or you want to dump them, just you're, you control that, so, you and then they know. don't have access to your vibrator anymore. So this isn't something where, like, you know, some, <laughs> they can turn some guy you broke night. up with controls your vibrator until <laughs> the end of time, or some girl. So it's so 
so cool. What a fun way to spice up a long distance relationship. I can't believe how fast it works. I mean, it yeah. is instantaneous. I couldn't believe it. I, mean, I had somebody in Washington controlling my vibrator when I was in New York and it just was so cool. So it works everything. Our favorite way to pair it is the Gigi panty vibe because you can wear it in your panties and have your partner control it from wherever. Yeah. Uh, but it works a little twice. So check it out, vibesonly.com. That has everything there for you. We can't wait to release new features for you guys, but this is a really fun one right now. Okay. We want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to hellofresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I are obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh and they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. Okay, thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20 and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there's a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side, roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium, or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you, come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. Okay, so we want to talk about something that we've gotten a few emails about. I think we can just start with the emails, the two that we got recently, and then we can discuss. Okay. So the first one, subject, are we dating the same guy? Facebook groups, spread the word. She says, hey, ladies, love the pod. Hope you're both loving LA so far. I wanted to let you know if you weren't already aware that there are amazing Facebook groups called Are We Dating the Same Guy for various cities. I live in Chicago, so I'm in the Are We Dating the Same Guy Chicago group. It's so great seeing this community of women come together and help each other out with red flags, warnings, 
and advice. The group also serves as a platform for people to post people they've been talking to to ask if anyone is tea on the guys. I've seen heartbreaking revelations like spouses finding out about cheating in this group, all the way to women building up their single guy friends, which I've seen separate groups for vouch dating, verified guys, and group matchmaking in Chicago. Anyway, I just wanted to plug these Facebook groups and make you both aware if you aren't already. And we just got one came through shortly thereafter. Subject line, have you dated Facebook groups? Hi, ladies, love the show. I've seen Facebook groups popping up where women can post pictures, warnings, and questions about local men who they may have found on dating apps. The group has been an invaluable resource for warnings about men who may be abusive or dangerous, but being a part of these groups is also really pushing me away from wanting to pursue any men. It seems like people so rarely have positive things to say, and so many of the men have concerning traits. I was curious how you feel about these types of groups and what advice you would give to those who are participating or thinking about participating in them. Thanks. So yes, I'd heard of these for a while now. I never got in them. We're not in them, so we're not breaking any rules, but you're, they're supposed to be kind of like under the radar. Like Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah, like don't talk about Fight Club, but we're going to talk about it. You guys emailed us about it and we're a dating show, so we are going to bring it up. So I, I don't think you're supposed to be talking about these on podcasts, but I'm not in the group, so I can do whatever right. I want. I'm sharing emails we got. <laughs> and I think it's important to discuss. Well, first of all, I want to address what she said about like, it makes me think that all guys are terrible. And I've talked about them in the show and I've had to do a lot of self-work because you and I get a lot of emails about terrible behavioral, terrible men. We've seen so much of it. And I, I was starting to like hate all men too and think, is this all bad? And you know, my mom said something to me and I, I keep that in mind now. And I think I've done a, a lot of work to not feel like that. Cause my mom said, just remember the people in happy relationships are not emailing you. And they don't email you every day about all the wonderful things that other people in their lives are doing. So it's good to keep that in mind. There's going to be negative behavior from all sexes all the time. This is just, this is a cesspool of it. So if you spend too much time in these groups, of course you're going to feel like that. It's not all bad. But I do think it's important that this stuff exists. Yes. Positive across the board to warn any women about abusive guys or anything along those lines. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you ever knew this or got into this, but there was an app when I was in Atlanta. I mean, now probably 10, 8, 10 years ago called Lulu and you could rate guys you dated okay, and like see stuff about them. And all my guy friends were always like, what, what are they saying about me on Lulu? So people always have had a need for this. Also, you know, I know that there are rules in the group, like no defamation, no accusations, like, and you'll get kicked out and blocked immediately. Okay. So I know that it's very like this, is not to like drag people, defame them, and make claims that may or may not be true. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I mean, again, I don't know the exact line there, but they do really want to keep this, not just this like disgusting, messy complaining. And I think it's just like, you know, women helping women should be the point of it. I also think something to keep in mind because it is sometimes so hard to not think all guys are terrible, not think dating's terrible, you know, because sometimes it can feel like back to back friends are dealing with stuff, you're dealing with stuff, and you can really become jaded. And a lot of it is fucking terrible. I was a father realtor today, 57-year-old woman. She has two children. She's, I guess, divorced and was just like, how do you... It's so bad. I was like, it's bad. You know, she's like, what are we supposed to do? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm just trying to see this house. So, uh, (laughs) no, I actually love talking to her, but it was like very funny. Right. I didn't tell you. She asked me, she goes, so you like being single, I assume? And I was like, what? What? And she meant, because you're like wanting to live in LA. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she kind of made a joke. She's like, oh, you're moving here? So you like being single. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I just think no one thinks it's good anywhere. I was like, I will tell you, I think LA is probably maybe the second worst city for women to date in, but New York is the first. So Uh at least I'm doing a little bit better. But no. At least they'll smile while they're rejecting you here. (laughs) (laughs) But you said something when we were discussing this about also just keep in mind the stories that you're hearing, that you only have one side of it. And again, something sounds very egregious, terrible, for sure, but something that could 
be perceived as like miscommunication. Like there's just two sides to every story. Right. Or just bad behavior. I mean, there is one particular thing I can think that I've done to my most recent ex. It was like really not nice. And I didn't cheat on him or anything, but like it's something I'm really not proud of. It's behavior I will say was gross and not nice and over the line. And I have apologized for it. I wouldn't do it again. But he could post about it in a yeah. group like that and people would be like, fuck her. Even though it's a one-time thing, it's not indi- it's not indicative of my character. It's just, it was a mistake, you know? Yeah. And if somebody read that, they would be like, fuck this girl. But yeah, you don't know what goes on on both sides of it. And I will say the stuff I said wasn't wrong. It's just right. the way that I chose to disseminate that information was not very kind. So... Right. And that's always something to keep in mind with anything of like, put yourself on the other side of it. Think of something shitty you've done Mm -hmm. because of whatever the circumstances were. And if it ended up in one of these Facebook groups, would you look like a shitty person? Yeah. I think we all have a story like that. Uh So I think that the thing is that like, there's more people that come forward and are like, this happened to me too. I mean, this is giving like West Elm Caleb. I feel like this popped up like after that. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But obviously West Elm Caleb was a thing where all these women kind of piled on and all had the same type of story. But ultimately, anytime someone tells you somebody is abusive in any way, obviously you're going to steer, steer clear. But with the other, some of the other things, you got to make that decision for yourself. But at the end of the day, we think groups like this are valuable. Yeah. And the extreme cheating... And like Mm, the, I I have a friend who was dating somebody long-term. He was cheating on her with multiple women. She found him in this Facebook group. She had already known that he had done this. So they had already broken up. Yeah. She was like, let me just see if he's in this group. And he was. And multiple women were like, I'm dating this guy. He cheated on me, blah, 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 blah. The other girls were like, I'm dating him too. So like that kind of stuff there, I don't, there's no excuse for it. And like, thank God these kind of groups exist for something like that. I think she thought he was like such a nice guy and he loved Mm -hmm. her and that they were solid. And like, it's one of those things I do want to, I'm dying to do an episode on like pathological lying um, but people you just sort of like tug on the thread a little bit and then it's like oh my god that wasn't true so that's not true so that's not true so that's yeah. not true it is the worst feeling like when the house of cards comes down so that's what these groups I think are good for yeah I think that some of you are probably listening like oh my gosh I have a horror story to share or I have some crazy story to share like feel free to email us like I'm happy to go into this deeper. Again, I'm really not trying to get anybody in trouble. Like, of course, we would never share personal information. But again, I feel like this is like the first rule of are we dating the same guy Facebook groups is don't talk about are we dating the same guy Facebook groups. But whatever. <laughs> not what, in the group. Whatever. Not in the group. I'm, not, I'm trying to steer clear because I think it's important to discuss, like I already said. But yeah, let us know. It's heartbreaking. I mean, you find out in crazy ways sometimes that you are being cheated on or your friend is being cheated on or whatever it is. I mean, we had a girl one time when we used to do live Bumble at a show that her boyfriend came up on the Bumble and it was like recent, recent photos and they were about to move in together and it was heartbreaking. You know, mm-hmm. it's terrible behavior to cheat and be disloyal in the first place, but to do it so publicly. And I don't know, at the end of the day also, I think that like a lot of these things make people behave better. You know, like a yeah. city in New York, I looked at the New York one has like 85,000 people. Oh like that's probably the most. Like New York is the place we've always said where you can just act like garbage and it'll never come back to you. Like you're in a smaller town. Some people always act like garbage and treat you poorly and ghost you and do these things. But in smaller towns or smaller cities, you usually have people in common, usually behave a little bit better if you know that it can be outed more, people know you more. Like in New York, you can be so anonymous and you can behave so badly. So I don't know. I have mixed feelings on sometimes like a pile on situation, but I'm also like, if these things hold people, mostly guys accountable, I'm for it. I'm for it too. These things feel so bad when you find out about them, but 
in the long run, the sooner the better. Mm-hmm. And I have had my, my first boyfriend I lived with in New York was cheating on me with everything that moved. And I wish that something like this existed because he hid in every corner of New York City from me. You can take people to restaurants everywhere and you could lie about whatever you're doing. Some people tell you they don't want to have a social media presence and they can hide that they have a girlfriend. And there's so many ways to just like act like you're not in a relationship. So I like that these things exist. Yeah. And if you're in a relationship that is open or, you know, non-monogamous and you both agreed to it but and then it's not cheating yeah don't get in there (laughs) obviously you don't want to be in there and if you're in a relationship where you kind of like a don't ask don't tell policy and you're like my partner might be cheating but listen you know I'm I got this jewelry and we're going on these trips and like, I don't care. <laughs> like, don't go in these groups. Who cares? Live your truth. I don't care. We don't care. I mean, no there's a million arrangements. Yes. I mean, I don't do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. So we are going to bring our guests in very shortly. Lauren and Jeremy, we're so excited. We didn't mention that before, but we can't wait to talk to them. Okay. So I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up. And that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is so affordable, but looks really luxury. Uh, So as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff, like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles, but the prices are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection. Prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and it just passes the savings directly on to you from Quince. And I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop, whether you're shopping for kids, your significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash GGE for free shipping and 365 day returns. Okay, we want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGEFree and use the code GGEFree for a free breakfast for life, one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I am obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh and they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. 
All right, guys, we are so excited to welcome our guest today. We've been on their show. We are so excited to welcome them onto ours. She is a YouTuber with almost 9 million followers on her channel, Lar DIY, and they together co-host the podcast Wild Till 9. Please welcome to the show Lauren Riamaki and Jeremy Lewis. You nailed it. We the Riamaki, you nailed it. That was I so good. A clap track in my head after that one. That yeah, 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 yeah. Thank that you so much, you yeah. guys. We're so excited. <laughs> we had so much fun on your show. Oh my gosh. Recorded. Like, we just laughed for hours. It was really good. We're so amped to have you on our show. Do you have some updates? You've gotten engaged since. Um, New dog. I'm more yeah. concerned with that. I know. <laughs> You're like, that's so nice. You got engaged. That's great. We'll talk about that later on the second half of the show. <laughs> I literally but... don't care. No, it's funny. Well, I don't know. We were like <laughs> messaging with Jeremy about like coming to LA. And you would like said you were going to propose. Yeah. Like I, you guys knew. Yeah. We knew. Yeah, we knew. My- he said hopefully by the time you come, she'll have a ring on her finger. And we yeah. were like, we're like what? Yeah. I was like, I feel like I shouldn't know this. No. We're not even that close. It was really, it was, it, I was towards the last two weeks. It was all right. Now I can be slightly more chaotic, flippant with this information. And uh-huh. just like, we'll see flippant. how it goes. But yeah. we're perfect people to tell. Exactly. Like, we're not going to be around her. Right. It's like, you know, right. until you now. You have to, like, lie to me about it. Right. It's been like you, de- yeah. like, divulge your yes. life story to the person in the plane next to you. Yeah. Knowing you'll never yeah. see them. Yes. Again. Like, my right. friend once, she found out the gender of her baby. And, like, she basically just told, like, a server one time. She was like, I have to get this off my chest. <laughs> I have to tell someone. And, like, told the server at <laughs> Cheesecake right. Factory, like, this deep, dark secret. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so. I didn't know. talk to server at Cheesecake Factory. But it's right. weird to, like, know this. And then we were just, like, waiting. Like, on we were like, oh, we knew. <laughs> it also was very casual. He sent us the nicest DM and he was like, if you guys want recommendations for like tailors or manicurists, also by the time you get here, maybe she'll have a ring on her finger. I was like, wait, what? You're like, wait, zero to 100 one, two, is a three. lot. Yeah. I was like, manicurists, okay, she's also getting a ring. One. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The priorities. Well, also, obviously. you know, like, when you move to like a new city and you know nothing. Yeah. You know how long, like how many bad haircuts I got? <laughs> How many, and you just sit there and go, okay, well, this is another couple of weeks looking like this. It's uh-huh. just like an awkward phase of just trying to like figure out. What the, uh, totally. So if you two here. want hair like Jeremy. Jeremy, it's good hair. He'll send you straight to Rodante. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just got here. I, I just came from Rodante. Code GGE. Rodante. 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 He's from the Philippines and yeah. his name is definitely not Rodante. Okay, I have to ask you a serious question. Okay. On days when Jeremy gets a haircut, is that his whole day? Is it like that's all he can handle in a day or can he multitask more? He can. So what's annoying is that it doesn't like... It makes me so angry. I have so much hair sewed into my head, and he just has so much that just lives there naturally. So annoying. It's I so feel you. Annoying. So, I have seventeen tracks in my hair right 100%. now. hundred <laughs> percent. I've got two layers sewed to my head right now, and it just kind of does that. Like I remember the first That's time, crazy. like we slept together, and like not even like Let's having sex, right. but like waking up next week, and I looked looked up, and I'm like, your fucking hair just looks like that when you wake up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Meanwhile, my extensions are like in a ball next <laughs> to the bed. I've stuffed them <laughs> under the mattress. So no one pulls them out while I'm oh sucking their dick. <laughs> my favorite has been like, you see like a, an extension in a purse. Like someone just tucked it that's, in there. That's, I love that's it. Me. Yeah. That was it's my look, yeah. Like a little track mm-hmm. hanging out of my purse. Exactly. Or the console in my old car is where they all used to live. Yeah. <laughs> that's really well, funny. I don't even know if we've ever talked about it on our podcast, but we talked about with Busy Phillips, how like when guys have a haircut, that's their whole day. And they're so stressed because they're just bad at multitasking. And it's just like my ex and my friend with her mm. husband, she's like, if it's a haircut, it's just like, that's all you hear about. It's just like, it seems like it's, it's so much, but you seem like you got your shit together. He's well, going to go like every like it's 12, 14 days, 12 and a half days. Not yeah, a exactly. day over, not a day under, on the dot. You are a very well manicured man. But like, that's like the one thing that keeps me looking well manicured because the moment it's like day 16, uh-huh. I look disheveled. Wait, well, so, what were you like during quarantine? 
Oh my god, we almost had, we almost had to that break was, up. That we was almost, almost, that was almost had to break up because I had to cut his hair and it grows so what? fast. You cut it? Oh my! It was, She's large DIY. You have she yeah. DIY no idea. It was bathroom. She made a video out of it. She monetized. Oh, yeah, it. we monetized it. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed this. Yes. Yeah, she monetized. But no, no, it, it was because I mean, like, you see, like, how good the hair is, and yes. like, I feel like for a lot of guys, like, they don't have accessories. Like, I've got lash extensions. I've got nails. Totally. Like, like hair extensions. Since like Jeremy's got. I don't even know what you look like to be honest. Like. <laughs> Literal, like an asshole, like an actual asshole without all of the things. So it's like, he's got his hair. And so in quarantine, when I had to cut it and like learn how to use like the shaver like the and like the different- yes. yes, the different guards. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, this is the end of the relationship. Stressful. We, we FaceTime my guy that I've gone to for like nine years now. And yeah. Like, yeah. And yes. like, he was like looking at Lauren like, ah, yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah. it. That is yeah. crazy. Well, also, did it. you finally find out what she looked like during quarantine? Oh, it's one of those things where it's like with no lash extension, when they like finally all fell off, he was like, you look tired. Every straight man's first mistake with a girl. I mean, I- Like, uh, wow, you look different. Uh, I don't know if I would agree with that. I don't have a better I don't know if you said. would say that again. I wouldn't say it again. Yeah. I, I know that for a fact. <laughs> I would say part of it. If I don't have a mascara on or whatever, I'm just like, I look tired. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no, no. For sure. So you'd never look tired. Yeah. Oh, no, no, <laughs> we we know that's every three weeks with Angel. We don't look tired anymore. With Angel? With Angel. Got it. Yeah. No, Angel Lauren has Redante. Like, Angel oh, yeah. Redante. Well, Lauren has like a, a roster of people that come to the house too. Like she wouldn't have to leave for a massage to get her hair done, to get her nails done, wow. to get her lashes that done. That was a COVID thing though, because it didn't used to be like that. But then I feel like a lot of people went kind of like solo and started doing house calls. And I was like, yeah. this is this is great. Like more money into your pocket. You come to my house. Mm -hmm. This is great. You and, guys are so LA. I love it. Is that very LA, do you think? Um, I think we also have more real estate in our house. Yep. Where like when I lived in Toronto, I would never have space for like a masseuse to bring their table into like my living room. My living room was yep. my kitchen when I lived in Toronto. Right. Yeah. So it's like, that wasn't an option. But That's like so in LA, we have room for that. That's why I'm offering it up via DMs. I'm like, are we getting engaged? I've got lash people. Okay. Yeah, I've got nail people. With? We've got extension people. What do you need? Did you have a fresh mani for the engagement? Oh my God. So... <laughs> There was a, a whole Did moment of spiral because a week and a half before the proposal happened, he was he texted me while I was away with a few girlfriends and was like, hey, for your Christmas present, we're going to go and do like a little weekend trip, which like didn't raise any red flags or alarms because like we sometimes will just do like a cute little experience instead of exchanging okay. gifts for Christmas. So like that was fine. But then in the same hour, my nail girl texted me to reschedule our appointment to be the day before we would leave for that trip. And so I started fucking spiraling. Oh, so in, you like, knew. A good this way. tipped you off. Well, I was like, I was like, oh my God, like maybe it's happening. Like maybe, like maybe this like one plus one equals two here, maybe. But one of the girls that we were with knew and was able to like completely just like throw me off the scent, texted Jeremy behind my back, obviously. And yeah. was like, you need to like shut this down. He was like, you know what? Your parents are flying in for Christmas the next day. Like, let's just not do it. We'll do it like maybe in January. And so I was like, oh my God, like that was exhausting spiraling that whole time for nothing. You're like, I'm going to do it. No, with every single thing that I like went out of my way to try and like fix I had to double the gaslight. Okay, now she thinks there's gonna. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no. I have no idea. I have to up the emotional distress to make her feel like she's an idiot for thinking she could possibly be getting engaged. Next Wait, week. that happened to me too. So yeah. I kept asking my ex fiance to like propose to me, and the day. That <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the clip before here. Before I got engaged, I went on his computer and I saw engagement ring websites and I like. Rita, 
What? What are okay. you doing? Okay, no, no, no. But you're, you should just say that this happened because it's what happened to me. There was an ad. There was an ad that showed up on the bottom. Retargeting does you dirty. Yeah, so retargeting. Three years ago to be getting retargeted. Instagram didn't even exist. Oh, you were just spying on him? Yeah, I was just spying on him. <laughs> she was like, he's probably fucking. He's no, probably oh my God, No, he never. He was like such a nice guy. I probably just borrowed his computer for a second. And this wedding ring website popped up and I was like, okay, I have to have a conversation because I don't want to get engaged right now. So I had this, I had to like let him down and be like, Zali, I don't want to marry you. I don't want to get married right now. I love you. I, I want to live with you, whatever. So we did all that. It was a year and a half into the relationship. It was too soon, you guys. Okay, so Wait, but how old were you? I was 26 or 27 at the time. Okay. So a year later, I wanted to like give him positive reinforcement that I was ready to start getting engaged. <laughs> and I wanted him to know that like, now's the time to spend the money and get the ring, get the ring, get the ring. And so I kept bringing it up. And then he like freaked out on me one day. And he was like, you need to stop fucking asking me about this and let me do this in my own time. And then he proposed to me that night. <gasps> <laughs> that night. So you think that he had it planned for like multiple weeks leading up to that? Yeah, he definitely did. I mean, it probably took him like a really long time to say it, but the $500 he probably spent on that piece of shit, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So we didn't insure it. <laughs> well, didn't you, you got it appraised and you were like, oh, this is awkward. Well, I kept asking him to come with me to get it insured. And he kept like, he kept like pushing it off. And I kept being like, this is weird. Okay, and, guys and that don't why? buy insurance with the ring. Big red flag. Yeah. If he had just said to me, I want to save money for a home or whatever, yeah. for, we don't have the right. money for this, I would have right. been like, no problem. Right. Yeah. Like, buy me a piece of glass. I don't care. And then we, you can upgrade later if you want yeah. to, like, whatever. Yeah, totally. yeah, it's not a big deal. But he lied to me about it. That's what was weird. So mm. then, when yeah, when we broke up and I went to sell it. You're like, sick, $14. Yeah, this guy, they <laughs> left me out of the jewelry store. They were like, I can't <laughs> believe that. This guy was like, you know this is fake, right? This bum proposed to you this. Like, they were laughing at me so hard. Isn't the diamond Which is mortifying. That's yeah. mortifying. Yeah. But also it's, it's like almost the fuel you need to yeah. seal that. Yeah, that's the totally. nail yeah. often for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Also the thing that like we were like start our life together with was a complete fucking lie. Right. Oh okay. God. About totally. something you didn't have to lie to me about. Right, yeah, the symbol care. of your love was a lie. <laughs> It's funny to snoop, and I want to talk to you guys about this too, because you like live together. Your your tech is out, you know. Like, oh, yeah. I remember one time I looked at a guy I was dating, and I I wasn't snooping. I was on his computer, and he his iMessage was up, and I saw that he was like trying to play in this getaway for us, and he was asking a friend, and then he never planned it. So I was just <gasps> you it was weird to like wait what? I, I feel like I couldn't circle right. back because I saw it, and then I just kept being like, "Are we going to go on that vacation?" <laughs> Ashley, that is crazy. And then we never did. This oh is, my God. No, that's heartbreaking though. Cause you'd be like, oh, okay, how can I like pitch this to be like, it'd be really nice to go to like Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been that. It would have been the driving distance, a little road trip. But, but still uh, it's like, did I do something wrong? What changed? This was right, a plan. Right. Because you can ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. what's your policy with like phones, tablets, pho like you guys seem very like trustworthy and stuff, but it's like, are you ever tempted? Cause it's like out, like, are you just share everything? We have too much in common to not share everything. Of course. Right. You work together, yeah. or live together. Like, Is anything be, private? <laughs> no. It would be it's difficult like for yeah. it to be, like, it would be more of, a, we would have to have a conversation about, okay, totally. these three channels you can't access. Right. What's private is, I don't think she knows how to get into half of my 2FA. Yeah, well, because like of his old job, uh, like working in crypto shit, like there's, you have to have like your thumb on something and also something plugged in while also like reciting like 14 a specific words. Oh, like a VPN. Says, yeah. yeah. Oh, but even like it's biometric. Insane. And something insane. else. Okay. Yes. But if you ever wanted to hack into that, there's some really titillating information. I'm there. sure it'd be yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah, trade Super secrets. Super exciting. Big trade secrets. <laughs> but you guys can get into each other's Instagram accounts if you like want yeah. to. Yes. Yeah, email. Yes. Well, Probably? yeah, because yeah. if you can get into the laptop, you can get into the email. Right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, what do you want to know? Did you come into the relationship, both of you being trustworthy people already? Or do you feel like no. you are securely attached with each other and that bred more like trust? I wasn't trustworthy. Jeremy cannot stop shaking <laughs> no, his head. No, I, Absolutely I was like, not. damn. Are no. you being trustworthy or I mean, trusting? Trusting. Sorry. I mean, like, did you come into the relationship being <laughs> As a person, are you trustworthy? Oh Jeremy also said no. No. No, but like my trust is like, earned yeah. and then you can have it. But uh -huh. like, unless I, I feel like you deserve the trust, you're not getting it. Okay. So before I like you, I don't like you. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so naive. I'm the other way around. Like you have my trust and I love you until something goes wrong and then you lose it. Yeah. That's, a, I, that's a terrible, yeah, terrible. terrible. I don't but know I've how also, I've also gotten through life in like a pretty solid way. Like that's really worked out for it's me. Like for you. I'm yeah. really lucky. I've never been cheated on. I've never like had issues with like going through phones and stuff like that. So like I have no reason well, that to. That must be nice. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's really worked out for me, okay? <laughs> Did you have like a bunch of like serious relationships prior to this? Or oh, is this like I'm a, a violent serial dater. Like serial, okay. serial dater, like not long-term relationships or is that what you mean? Like accidental long-term relationships okay. that are all back-to-back. Okay, so not a lot of time in between. Not a lot of time in between. How many no. days have you been single and had a driver's license? 12. I got it. I've, yeah. yeah. I can't relate at all. <laughs> yeah, That's how many days I've been not single. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and like I don't mean to do it like after my last relationship like we broke up and I was like I'm about to be a hoe I'm about to fuck everyone in LA because I hadn't been I moved to LA in a relationship so I was like oh my god like it's it's time like I'm ready because I'd never really had like a really intense hoe phase and then Jeremy I think was my f fourth date maybe and here we are. So you really haven't had a hoe phase. I really haven't. It's, it's There's, so still <laughs> There's, There's still time. There's still time. Yeah. There's still time. Yeah. Okay, so four dates, you meet Jeremy. Did you, Jeremy, did you have a hoe phase? Uh, did he have a hoe phase? Uh, yeah, I think one was You know what I want so bad? I wish that I could just have every girl in one room in LA that Jeremy has ever no, slept don't. with. I mean, no, are there don't. tons? I love how so open you are about this. This is wild. She's like, he's seen a hundred vaginas. Wait, I love this though. I mean, this is our good <laughs> friends that are married. He always talks about her hoe face. Uh -huh. I think he's proud like, that she could have fucked like the whole world and picked him. That's, that's why he brings it's, it up. It's really complimentary. I, I don't, don't understand all, no. dudes yeah. who want to be in a relationship with someone who's desirable and then gets mad that they're they're desirable. Right. right. Yeah. If, uh -huh. if that's the case, it's go insecure. fuck a paintball. It's like, really. I, it's like, I don't understand. I don't understand where that changes. Now that in a relationship, I don't want you to be desirable anymore. Uh huh. Or have a past before me. Right. Isn't it nice to have somebody that like has all this experience? Yeah, I don't want the toothy you? head. Get oh my God. If somebody he's else. Fucked every single girl in LA yeah. and I won, like I'm a competitive individual. I won. Yeah. It's probably some like purity dumb bullshit where like right. you 100%. it's like you want that. Yeah. They want that like virginal woman that everybody has wanted her, but she's staged, saved herself for him. Yeah, if your entire like personality is like revolving around Andrew Tate, I would understand. I was gonna say that's yeah, very that Andrew Tate. Be, yeah, very, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's, it's giving Andrew Tate. It's yeah. giving Andrew Tate. But like going back to my trust thing. If I don't feel like I can trust you and also trust you in the sense of like what you bring to the relationship, but also what I can give you, which is my honest path, and that actually resonates, like I'm just not interested in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like if I couldn't have been honest with her about me. Being a hoe. Uh, yeah. Uh, it would feel like <laughs> everything else is a lie too. If that makes any sense. It does. And I think, isn't it so nice to know that your partner could have been with so many people? I mean, you're both really attractive people. Isn't it really nice and wonderful Thank and smart so and all the things? But no, isn't no, no. it nice just, to know that they the could have anybody? Yeah, I'd fuck you both. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> isn't it nice to know that like they could fuck anybody and they chose you? They yes. could date yes. anybody and they chose you. That's really yes. special. Well, it's also part of your story. Like you guys are, you have a podcast. Like you're in the public. Like it'd be weird if 
that was who you were and then she didn't know and you were trying to right. hide it. It's like, I'm oh, never going to yeah. pretend I wasn't like a huge slut. Like well, that like, be everybody knows. It's <laughs> like, right. it's, you know. No, I think that also like causes problems down the road too. If you're dating yeah. for like eight months, a year, whatever, and like old shit from your past comes out that you feel like that person hid from you, like that would make me feel so uneasy. Like I'd rather just go into it with like a totally open book, clean slate. Especially when like you weren't honest with somebody and they look stupid in a room because they didn't have the information that everybody right. else had. Right, 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 right. That would be like a, a big problem for me. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. If you were like going to a party and your significant other had dated somebody casually for like two months, mm -hmm. would you want to know that that person was in the room? Not serious relationship. It's been over forever. Never going to happen again. I, just, I wouldn't be able to go into many rooms. You wouldn't be able to leave. Jeremy, how much oh. fucking are you doing? Well, like, when, oh. okay, as you can relate to, when you get out of it, like being engaged, <laughs> it's like free for all. Because you were engaged. Yeah. Okay, to somebody else. And this was the first time, like when I, yeah, when I became right. single for the first time <laughs> and I had a real job, was crazy. Right, so you could afford to take a right. girl on a date. It wasn't like, mom, can you drop me off at the movie right. theater? The yeah, you the yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, it was like a, a playground. <laughs> and you're tall. That helps. And also there's like six straight guys in LA. It's so Ugh, yeah. stop it. And you got a full head of hair. And three of them have insurance. Yeah. How did you find him? That's what I'm saying. Fourth date, I was like, oh my God. Like, but like three dating apps and we already knew each other and had our phone numbers. Like we, we already knew each other and still had to use three dating apps. To okay, can we tell the origin story? Yeah. We talked about it a little bit on when we recorded with you guys, and but then mm -hmm. I wanted to make a note to like share it in full because it yeah. was like wild till nine. It was like all over the place. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Why me? Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll start. Uh, you thought I was gay. Are you going from there? 100%. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so we we worked together-ish at the beginning, but he was engaged. He said something about like fiance and my sister and I were like, oh shit, I thought he was gay. Like he said something about like her <laughs> and because we also knew that he could sing really well. And so I don't what? know. Not Let's stay on track. I have an incredible video to send you after we finish recording. What about recording? Can we just do something right now? We're staying on track. <laughs> you want to like bust out a track? <laughs> we could. Oh God, he sounds like a Disney prince. Like, so you pair that with like- Oh no. Yeah. Who would have imagined that I was? You're there. supposed to jump in now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where your karaoke part takes over. He did offer to send us a manicurist to our place. See? That's what I'm saying. It's like me. you have like a like a well-groomed man who also like did drama and like sings mm -hmm. and has health insurance. Okay. And like has a stable job. But then he's like, oh, I have a fiance and it's a woman. I was like, oh shit. And I was like, he's, he's I don't great. think I said I have a fiance and she's a woman. No, you said she. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna like. I think you guys found that information. We we connected the no, dots eventually. Like, yeah, you were yeah. like, yeah, you we connected the dots. And she's a woman. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyways, if I you was find yourself saying, "I have a fiance. <laughs> she's a woman. <laughs> you're yeah. gay." Yeah. Let's That's let's be clear. The, the first. You're fishing. <laughs> yeah. How did it? How did, trying to prove how did it land? <laughs> okay. So we landed on the sexuality. Great, whatever. I was in another relationship. So their uh, engagement got called up. I think probably like a year before I got out of my relationship. But regardless, that's when Jeremy was doing his hoe things. Like doing the hoe things. Ho things. Doing your hoe things. And when I got out of my relationship um, and eventually was like, okay, like I'm ready to like download the apps, ready to do my hoe phase, like and start going on dates with people that I like maybe kind of know or have like a mutual friend with just so like I don't get killed on like my first week going out on dates. Yeah, say that um, for like two or three, right? Say that for two or three. Yeah. So he saw me on Raya when I got on the apps. DM'd me on Instagram. That's what it was. Yeah. But I didn't see the message. It like went filtered into Bullshit. another folder. It never got opened. I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't, it would, it never had the little scene mark. No, I get it, yeah. I wish we could fucking go back and look to see. I wish we could. I wish we could. Uh -huh. And then I saw him on Hinge right. and messaged him on Hinge. Yes. But I was like out drunk as fuck at the time when I got that message. And it like went from like, hey, to next Tuesday at 7 p.m. in like a, a very aggressive and short amount of time. Okay. Like no game. Yeah. None whatsoever. But also she she opened up with this 
This is fucking so one liner. This is hey, so, friend. so embarrassing. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop. Oh my God. Let's set the Lauren, what? Hey, I told friend. you. We, hey, before we hey, start recording, I literally, hey, That's dude, what's up? Yeah. Hey, friend. Yeah. Hey, friend. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so, so hold on. So you. That's how little, that's how little that's a door, by the way, a guy he, needs before he had goes. he liked you on Hinge. Speed. And so you, had he already liked you on Hinge, then you matched. No, you. she she made the first move on Hinge. No, after but, I oh, wait, made, I forget how this works, though, because you would have had to already swipe on me to say yes, right? And then once we connected, I could have messaged. I messaged. Yeah. So you did a hey friend. Okay. You saw him yeah. and did a hey friend. I hit him with the hey friend, which obviously yeah. just oh. knocked his socks off. Yeah. We have to dive into this. So to me, hey friend is what I would say to a friend of mine who yeah. I'm like, ha ha ha, I see you on Hinge. We're not going to date. Like right. I remember seeing a guy friend of mine where I just like, we like matched on Hinge to be like funny. Right. And he was like, hey, let me know what you think of my profile on here. Uh-huh. You know, like. You're like, hey friend. Like, let I me, say yeah. hey friend, I'm being very purposeful that you're just my friend. So that wasn't what you were thinking? No, I just had no idea. I didn't know what I was You're like, you said you're awkward when people hit on you. Oh my God, yeah, so awkward. She couldn't show us any any adjectives. And she goes, hey, once again, it takes this much of an opening for a guy to be like, I'm in. But you, friend wasn't. I mean, I saw that, I go, weird. But like, and then, and then maybe like she's cute enough for it to be weird and okay. Like it was like, it was a moment of hesitation and then we'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay. I have a question for you guys because you brought up. I, w- I would like to hear both of your takes on it because you said everybody thinks you're gay or you said you thought he was gay. Right. Is that weird for you or do you feel like who fucking cares? Uh, that would have been weird for me in like high school when I was uh-huh. like, no, I like women. Like, no, no yeah, way. Right. But then it's like, well, when you like wear jeans that could have some more room in them uh, and you mm-hmm. get your hair like this and you do sing, you're going to be confused sometimes. Okay. It's, it's not like the end of the world. Also, let's be clear. You're not confused. Other people are confused. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, right. You never know. No, it's like, it's it's not like the first decade where people have been like, well, he sings, so he obviously, obviously likes dudes. Gay. Right. Like, at a certain point, it's like, okay, yeah. like, sure, fine. Whatever it is that you think. And you just were like, he's not gay. I don't care. Like, he seems a little feminine. He sings. What? But well, he fucks, think, he like, fucks me like he's not gay. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. As soon as I just like, I just like assumed after I saw, I think, um, a video on YouTube singing. I don't know. I just like associated it with, which is totally well, inaccurate. I mean, we we all do this, and it's also it's like doesn't matter. Like whatever. Like people could be bi or fluid or whatever they 100%. got going on. But like, I think guys are just evolving for the better. Quite honestly. Oh my god, a hundred percent. So masculine. Like, like I've been in situations. We know somebody. I'm not gonna say say him by name. Where I was like sure he was gay like mm-hmm. certain in my I was like there's no way he's not right mm-hmm. and he's not Rain has fucked him I mean it's just like it's <laughs> like can K- confirm K- friend level gay like yeah. and I went out with a guy who was just you know his nails were painted like but he was super calm that's he very straight guy yeah but it's yeah. confident that, in his uh-huh. sexuality like yeah I feel like it used to be like we weren't into that. You wanted this more masculine thing, and now it's just like I feel like it's changed. Oh my god, it's a hundred percent changed. I told you this the other day. I feel like I gravitate. I've always gravitated towards people that have a little more feminine energy. Not men that are extremely feminine, but men yeah. that are Flam- like, like flamboyant. Yeah, yeah you're not gonna men that are a little more like emotional. Like that, the really alpha male is like just not what I'm attracted it's out. to. <laughs> Being out, out. out. Yeah. I, was, like, I was raised by a single mom. So like, I didn't have a ton of just like overwhelming, like th- like the idea of a fart joke still isn't funny to me. And I know that's like nice. the most foreign thing to say to dudes. Like, nice. no, that's fucking funny, dude. Like I farted <laughs> and we all laughed about it. It's not though. And, like, and there was always just that like diff- just general cultural shift I felt there. And so that with like now showering and get a haircut somewhat often, 
Could he be gay? No, we don't know. Right. And you're like, I'm not gay and I don't care. Well, so I think she like noticed like, like the things that like, I do that are like recklessly and like annoyingly straight. Like the, the like blowing nose and shower. Or, like, have you ever watched a straight guy put chapstick on? <laughs> like, it's the most <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's literally unhinged. It is literally unhinged. Like, like you can determine someone's sexuality yeah. just based on how they put it. You fist the whole chapstick. <laughs> yeah. no, it's I, the fist and the duck lips just like not yes. knowing where the, it's. Hilarious. Is that, is that the litmus test? It's the it's the litmus test, exactly. It. But then if they put it on like very like gloss, you'd be <laughs> like, wow. Like, yeah, I, don't, gonna... I don't know what we really want. <laughs> but they mat they all mash their lips. You're all envisioning yeah. it. They mash yeah, they their lips, mash up their lips up so hard and, and they go, the jacket like a crayon. Yes. It's like a crayon. That's exactly what it is. I didn't come here to be attacked. <laughs> no, I don't think we're talking about you. I don't know. No, no, we are. We are. We really, really are. Oh, he puts it on like a straight guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, but there was never a quite like once we went on a first date and like even had just more than one conversation outside of work. There was like no world where I was like, oh, he's like, maybe he's even bi or maybe he's gay. Like there was no world where that was like even an option, I think in my mind, like based on your personality. We did pause sex for a cheeseburger pretty early on in the relationship. We did. Yeah. But that was, that it was all of it. Yeah. yeah. It was after like Halloween. Postmates. It was a long party. There wasn't good snacks. That sounds there. dope as hell. Yeah. You were in the middle of penetrative sex. Se- yeah, yes. but, but then like the doorbell rang and it was like, Postmates oh, you would have ordered it. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. didn't look down at him and say like, what I Should really like is a, it's inside of me is a cheeseburger. Is a cheeseburger, yeah. right. Your dick is great. Thank you so much. But I would like to pause this. We're still here. Yeah. How long did you guys wait until you had sex for the first time? Three uh, dates? One date longer than she wanted to. <laughs> Do wait, it. you Hold. wouldn't have sex with her? It was a- I was down earlier, I think. Oh my gosh. It, it was Totally. A, I've been there. It was, I was a little like, early. Are we going to do this? It was, like, <laughs> it was, like, it was like, I want to wait. I was like, what? <laughs> for what? Jesus? What are we waiting for? <laughs> I was like, do you feel like- Wait. I had, I had a guy that didn't want to have sex with me. And I was like, wait, what? He was like, I want to wait. I was like, for what? <laughs> I was listening to you guys last night. And I, I have to hear a little bit more about when like you don't get made out with at the time when you want to get made out with. And you just- because <laughs> 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 she, throws, she throws like visual- just deuces at somebody and walks away. Listen, it's kind of her move. That's no, I my love, move. I love that. <laughs> no, not getting made out with is I'm not her such move. a bad bitch. <laughs> 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 You're supposed to make out. Bye. It has happened like twice, which is probably two times too many, but like literally the same exact scenario where I planned on a make out and I didn't get it. And I was just like, bye. bye. Like, the same guy. Oh, was no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's two men out there in the world with that experience. Yeah, one was in New York and one was in yeah. Miami. Well, no, it was date two. And like, uh, I I think I've, I can count on one hand the amount of times I'm like, maybe we'll just hold off for like one more day. When, wait, wait so was, why did what, you want to wait? Just, you were really into her? Yeah, it was like, uh, I know myself enough to know that I wanted another date. Okay. So, but like, that was the thought process. I like talking about this because I was mm-hmm. in a situation and this was a person that like, we dated long-term, fell yep. super in love. I mean, so it wasn't this, like, he didn't want to fuck me. You know, he was, like, going down on me, like, over and over. And then, like, I'd be like, okay, bang. Like, I was like, this is kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. But then I was ready to have sex, and he wanted to wait a little longer. And I think it was just, like, I think there was nerves, for one. Yeah. Right, right. I think right. he really liked me. And then he just was like, Why, what's the rush? You know, I was like, yeah. okay. But, like, eventually, you just got to stop, like, eating my pussy and leaving. Like, this, right. I'd like to— 
make this official. Yeah, that's a lot. But it it was all positive. Like it wasn't rooted in some like right. Like it wasn't like don't want to. Yeah, Uh Yeah. right. That's why I kind of like having had a slut phase because I'm not in a rush. Right. I've had tons of sex in my life. I can go on a couple dates with somebody and figure out if I actually like them or see where this is going before I need you to fuck me. Also, I'll fuck on a first date. I'll do whatever I want to. But I I'll do whatever I want to. But I feel like it's almost nice to like have a past because you're not like I gotta fuck everything. I. Okay, even not having a hoe face though, like I'm not, I'm not like, I don't hold sex like on this crazy pedestal. And like, if people want to like have that as a very, very special and like sacred thing, like I totally like do what you want to do and like live your life. But like for me, like I'm just really casual about it. Like even though I haven't slept with half of LA. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) I felt meaner than it needed to be about your story. I'm just like very casual, just very (laughs) casual about it. Like it it just, I don't know. It's it's not that crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's like whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. My only thing is just be consistent enough with the people around you so like they don't have to like guess where your head's at that day. It's like, Mm -hmm. and you can change your mind but just be like, you know, communicate. Communicate it, yes. Because then you can be left feeling like rejected or confused or like what just happened. We want to talk to you guys about you work together, not all the time. I mean, you have your own thing, you have Mm -hmm. your own thing. But in some capacity, you work together, you live together, you play together. Like, how do you make it work? Is it a lot? Like, are you open about, like, needing time and space apart? Or do you want to be together every second? Like, how does the relationship work when it's a lot of doing stuff together? I I can't believe I'm going to say this because it sounds the most fake thing. We have yet to fight about business once. Okay, great. But the only rule we had before we started the business was Mm -hmm. if the business gets in the way of our relationship, the business is over that day. Yep. Yeah. And, of course, that's a lot easier said than done. And maybe when we have our first fight, that'll be it. But, like, fortunately, the things that I'm really good at She's not. And things I'm terrible at, she's great at. I think that's like like the the magic of making it work is that we're not fighting over like who plays leader on certain things, yeah. which ends up not only being, I think, beneficial in terms of like building a business, but also like no one's trying to fight to be like the pilot of something. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And also, I, I think just like we were talking about this not that long ago. Not every couple should start a business together. And that's like the understatement of the century. I think most couples would, would fail miserably. And also, I think there's also a big piece where it's like, if you need that business to be successful and that's your one and only venture, that could be scary. That's the other big part right. of it too. Is right. that like, this is like, not, this is yeah. neither like, yeah, exactly. Like the, the podcast is something that we started like for fun and like it ended up being successful and is profitable. Like great, amazing. But like that wasn't the goal going into it. Like right. that's neither of our bread and butter in terms of making revenue. And if we had a kid in a roof that like depended on uh, this podcast being successful. Right, that adds just like so much like the more pressure. tension and yeah. pressure. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I like the way that you guys say that though. Like, is, is this person professionally somebody that complements my skill set? Like, mm-hmm. are we both going to be infighting about the exact same thing? If Ashley and I were both like, I need Final Cut on the editing, I don't know if it would work. I mean, Ashley edits the podcast. That would be insane. I don't send this her. never would have gotten past like month right. one. Raina doesn't listen. She just goes out of the world. Yeah. And she's lucky that I know what should be cut. But you need one of those. I'm kidding. No, I'm yeah. five years in. I'm pretty good. I know. Oh, for be. sure. But like, if I was sitting there being like, do this, do this, do this, do this, I'm trying to micromanage like her being able to oh do my God, her job. Like, other. it would be a bottleneck that was like unbearable. Yeah. yeah. You know? But you guys also, like, the dynamic that I 
and I don't, I hope I don't offend you. I feel like this is not what you guys have where it's like someone is someone's boss and I don't know. Oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, when you see, so this happens a lot. Like in the YouTuber community, there's yeah. like a ton of lifestyle girlies that get really successful and they hire like their boyfriends or their husbands and they are kind of like the employee. And especially when it's not the husband and like finances are already like not joined in any way. I'm always so curious to understand like the logistics and the financials behind it. Cause like, is he on salary? Is he paid hourly? Right. Like, what? Because like, because a lot of the times I get it because they're like, okay, I'm making a ton of money. I'm traveling. I'm doing fun things. I work from home and I want my boyfriend to be there with me as well too. Like I totally get that. Yeah. But then like the next step of that is them quitting their regular nine to five and becoming your film guy slash assistant. Like it's all fucking so weird. And I'm so glad I never had to navigate that. But like, I mean, I, I totally get it from the woman's perspective in the sense of I would never be able to get someone who cares as much as, I mean, ideally as yeah. you would and work with me and that I would be able to trust and do all this stuff. Totally. But then it becomes this weird dynamic overnight. Right. Or you think of like the OnlyFans girls who would so much rather have like their boyfriend or significant other take their photos. So that's so much more comfortable. Totally. And they can make 10 <laughs> times as much right. versus like hiring a random dude photographer who's like going to be creepy. By the way, I will always take your foot pics. Every time. My foot pics? <laughs> yeah. Do you have good feet? Yeah. We did the whole feet thing. <gasps> oh my yeah. God. Wait, yes, that's oh, right. We, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, we're the podcast. You do the feet thing. Uh -huh. that's yeah. Right. yeah. That is your wiki feet virginity. But yeah. I just, I can't get over this because I, and also I just, we, Rain and I say this all the time. These are just our thoughts and opinions. Whatever you do works for you is fine. Totally. But, oh, yeah. Like when women work for the other way around or what same sex couples, but like, if, uh, you know, us being like heterosexual women, I was working for my man. Yeah. Like he's my boss. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, I couldn't, no. I can't, it's hard to wrap my head around. Like yep. you're going to, Tell me what to do. <laughs> like, I work for you. And yeah. I know this, people do it and it works. So more power to them. But like the dynamic, you know, what you know about relationships seems like it wouldn't. But yeah. it, I mean, it does, but it's just kind of like, yeah, you guys are like equal partners. We also have a pretty hard and fast rule. Like if one of us is in a bad mood, mm -hmm. don't record. We just don't record. Right. And we'll just figure it out. Because we'll like, it out. It's yeah, and, and like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah. we, that, would, that would be sick. Like, we would like, love to. We would love to do that. It's just like, just you know, the option. studio's reserved. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is also like exactly. in one of our bedrooms too. So it's exactly. like, we could like, we you from home, we'll right? We tomorrow. were able to do that yeah. in New York. Like, right. we had days. But now you're like, put a fucking smile on. We are recording right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've tried to do it before. We're like, should we not? Let's not. Let's not do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We'll always talk about it ahead of time in the morning and be like, we're in a bad place. But now, yeah, we rent this studio, so we have to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're like, sweet, three o'clock. Do you ever feel like it's too much time together and you're like, I'm going to kill the other person? Are you guys like pretty chill about being like, day. I need my space? You guys just have a big house. You can yeah. Yeah. We have enough space where I feel like, like sometimes we'll go a full day and because you almost, the entire relationship, even like way pre-COVID, like we both worked from the same like work from home. Uh -huh. So we also got lucky in the sense that like we never had to like figure out how to learn how to like be in each other's space 24-7 like yeah. once COVID started. We kind of like already had our home office situation figured out before that which I know a lot of couples did not have the luxury of having. But well, the Adderall shortage of 2023. Um, oh, now I'm like, shut the fuck up. Get, yeah, stop yeah. following me around. Yeah, go somewhere me. else. Yeah, because I was like, I was like working today and I don't have any Adderall. So I'll just come sit in my <laughs> office. I'll just be like, what, so are you what, doing? Are you, what are you doing? I'll just like what pull up my like lunch and just like clear part of her desk. She didn't give me. He'll open up like know. his Jimmy John's like yeah, yeah. foot long. What are you doing? <laughs> just yeah. Having so hard. And she'll give me that look of like. Can you go do that literally anywhere, anywhere else. else in this 4,500 yes. foot house? Anywhere, anywhere else. You guys don't ever want to be a part. You have one couch. It's just a bed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I'm living that life now in my Airbnb. It's not exactly what you guys have, but that, if you have a couch that's like a bed situation, I first saw it in your home. I did a picture. I don't know if you guys saw me snapping pictures. I was just like, what is this thing? And I like, once you live that life, you can't go back. You can't go back. It's, um, is it so fun to have sex on that thing? What's crazy? Do you guys even, you don't have sex on that? Never. You guys have sex? Uh, yes. Not there. But not there. I don't think I, think I would either. Also, yeah. what? You okay, never a had couple sex things. A couple thing? things. One, cleaning those cushions, putting them through the wash White. takes totally. hours. I, I, that, hours. Okay. If I had the couch that it's you guys have, what's it called? It's, the, it's the, the restoration hardware cloud couch. Cloud couch. Cloud if couch. I had that couch, that's the third member of our relationship. And yeah. I am yeah. treating yeah. it with this. The, as sacred as it is, I'm the not coming on that, that thing. It deserves. I mean, it's a size. If you guys, you guys understand what I'm saying? It's like a king size, like a California king size. It's I like, say it's like in the two kings yeah, together. I mean, we've yeah. said this on the podcast. What yeah. I, yeah. I, and the other thing is that we have dogs, and so it's like if you were to have sex and like a dog like licked a butthole or Ooh. some, you know what I mean? Like game over. Like that's it. Got it. Yeah. Oh no. Really got it. I want to talk about your dogs, but do you guys have any? tips for couples who are in this both work from home living in the same home or do you guys just you kind of had it figured out beforehand because I feel like I keep kind of hearing about this and this is really I wouldn't say tearing couples apart that's kind of dramatic yeah. but like it's I don't think tough. it is I think it is yeah yeah, yeah. I, my, my, <laughs> my big thing is like figuring out how to uh sound wise separate your shit so it's not uh-huh. like one person working it has to detract from the other person a lot easier said than done yeah but like not being in the same open area as the other person, mm-hmm. I think is like key. We literally soundproofed his office. I would, one. <laughs> we would literally just screaming on meetings all day. And so I would be annoyed with him the entire yes. day. Right. You're, you don't even, and sometimes it's even be subconscious. You're like his fucking voice. His fucking voice is yeah. driving me crazy. Well, so everyone's screaming. got AirPods in with like their, their noise canceling. So like yeah. I'm screaming into the phone. Also like meetings with Asia at three in the morning and she mm-hmm. for sure wanted to kill me. So it was like, mm-hmm. is if I can like get my like most annoying part of what I do like out of her lifestyle, and vice versa. I think mm-hmm. that's key. Do you guys have separate friend groups that you can like go and spend time separately? I'm an adult male. We give up our friends. <laughs> we were just having this conversation. Wait, no, let's talk about it. Yeah. What? So let's who was it that was saying how, what I, was the- I don't someone? have friends. She has friends that have boyfriends. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. No, but did you have any friends before? Yeah. Do you have any friends? Yeah, but like all guys, all guys give up friends when they get in a relationship. I experienced this for the first time. Like we had one really so, super close guy friend and like he would come and stay at our house for like weeks and he would just like- Five, like, just solo? Be, yeah, because he was just like a single dude and he was fun. He was also like easy. Cool. And so we would invite him and he could hang for as long as he wanted. Got a girlfriend, haven't seen him in a year. And I, I could tell this was her first experience losing a guy friend. I was like, well, we'll devastated. I'm like, we'll never see Craig again. I have again. a guy friend like that. I said, Ashley, I, he got a girlfriend. I never heard from him again. Yeah. yeah. And listen, I do understand male-female friendships. Like, listen, I, every relationship's different, but I understand a girlfriend comes into the mix and she's like, you're hanging out with this single girl a lot. Yeah. I don't love it. She talks about sucking dick a lot. Yeah, I, I also don't think that's fair because yeah. like, I, if I wanted to sleep with this person, I would have if I wanted to date totally. this person. We would have, so that's not fair. But I do see it happen a lot. We guy went on our show and he was talking about male versus female relationships and why men bounce back from fights quicker than women oh, in yeah, friendships because female friendships are just deeper. There's more layers. And so it just maybe hurts more. There's just like a little bit more tears to it. Yeah. So maybe male friendships are sometimes easier to let go of. It's the most natural thing, sadly, I think in like my growing up. It's not that I don't care about my guy friends. And also like Jeremy is one of his best friends. Like we're still close with him and like chat all the time. And when he comes over every six months or whatever, whatever it is now, like it's like nothing has changed. It's just so funny. Like how, not like surface level because you guys have been friends for so long, but like I need my girlfriends for survival. Like we're constantly talking. We see each other, you know, a couple times a week. Like I need, it's like my literal lifeline. This is so interesting. And I was talking to a good girlfriend of mine. She's married and like, she was saying that she feels 
not bad, not guilty. Like they have a healthy marriage, but like she still, she does a lot of stuff with her girlfriends and like his guy friends have kind of gone by the wayside. And I'm like, but I remember him having all these guy friends at the wedding and they were golfing and they were doing all this mm-hmm. stuff. And she's like, yeah, like one's married, one's this. And I'm like, what, but, what, but what, who cares? You know, like yeah. we still are able to do our girl group, all of our stuff. And so that was like, now you're saying it. I'm like, what is going on here? Guys just- like, I see the lose. way though that he plans things socially, which is not at all. So it's like, if we do anything Uh social and like one of our girlfriend's boyfriends is there, or my girlfriend's boyfriend is there and like they hang out and they're buds, like great, but it's because I've organized it. I don't think it's unique to you. By the way, my brother has said this to me as well. My brother, I'm saying it's like a thing. Yeah, Oh yeah, for sure. School football, college football. He works in finance. My brother is surrounded by men. He's a really nice, fun, cool person to be around. He was just like, I woke up one day and I didn't have friends. And all of his friends are married and they spend time with them in in events yep. right? Um, with the couples. But I think it's much more rare for like a man to reach out and be like, let's let's go to a bar. Yeah, like, hey, what bro, you would. Hey, friend, well, let's guys, go drive a drink. I feel like guys mature at different rates. And also when they get in relationships, certain parts about their friendship is not always cool. Mm, and like their mm-hmm. like form of entertainment isn't uh, something you can casually dip into on a Tuesday. So huh, it's like, yeah. okay, like have you outgrown what you did with that friendship? Wow, that's right. And did the other side of that friendship also grow with you at the same time? Or was there an imbalance which like left like nine months of this weird, like you didn't really talk to them phase and then it just kind of continued. So like a lot, you're saying like a lot of these male friendships are based on like getting like really fucked up or chasing yeah. women or something. Yeah, yeah. the whole that's phase there Because they're activity based. Like women, our yeah. main activity is sitting down on the couch and drinking wine and talking. Right. So exactly. It's like, that's never going to change. Right. Literally. We can do that no matter what stage of life mm-hmm. we're in where guys yeah. are like, we used to just like golf and go to the strip club, and now everyone's married. Like, yeah. it's, like it's like you could do that, but it'd be weird. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it like that about the activities that we do. Well, and I'm thinking about my brother. I think I mean my brother just lives in a small town, and that's it's easy. Everybody's around doing the same shit, so it kind of I feel like he hasn't really lost the guy friends, but it's like they're all probably in like a five mile radius, the right. whole town, right? The whole everyone, you know, so all your options. In the same fantasy football league, and they just get to. And like, if I go home, I'll go to get a drink with yeah. these people I haven't seen for a long mm-hmm. time. But it's I, there's just this different relationship the guys have, and I'm like very cognizant of it. Yet I have no idea how to fix it. It's really interesting because I mean, Jeremy, I think you're wonderful. We love talking to you. I like, I so love nice. you two as a couple. <laughs> I think that you're really nice to be around. It's not because you aren't awesome. I see this in a lot of men. It's not yeah. like unique to you. I think also too, like as you get older, specifically, I think this happens with a lot of guys. Like I feel like I saw it happen with my own dad too is that as you get older like not that you're becoming a crotchety old man but like he just enjoys silence more than ever I mean it's my dad too my mom has more friends than anybody in more, more friends than me and I have a lot of friends. Like uh, my, my mom dad too. is just Literally, like, it's just like, like, why? Yeah. Like he just enjoys doing nothing or like doing laundry, listening to a podcast in silence. It's <laughs> kind of you get older, like this is 31. When you hear, like when you, I hear it like that, I'm like, oh God, am I okay? Yeah. No, it's fine. It's all, this is what we're saying. That's all like, this is happening to everybody. Yeah. Um, We unfortunately have to wrap up with you guys because we're in this week. We're not in our homes. You know? <laughs> You're like, so we're on and the studio crime. space but is bucked. I wanted to wrap up with just like, your dog like get an update. You guys adopted your dog's dad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is that so funny? It's, no, it's wild. Terriers, right? Yes. Okay. It's most yes. meta, like when you're like explaining to somebody. Well, this is this new one. He's his dad. Like, <laughs> like that never. Like no one ever just goes. Oh, okay. 
Like, yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah, you have to like explain. So how? It. So you had the, the first dog. So and we then- had. So Moose is the younger dog, yes. and so we he met him. is. You met Moose. He's five, and I adopted him at like eight weeks as a puppy. Yes. The breeder that I kind of stayed in contact with um, called me in September, October ish, and was like, "We have to downsize our property, and um, we're like looking for fosters for a lot of our dogs." And they were heartbroken. They obviously like loved their animals, but they had to downsize. They had like ten acres in Sacramento, and we're moving into. An apartment. And I was like, oh my God, I have so many friends that love Moose. I'm sure we can find someone that would love to have Moose's dad, which is obviously 50% of his DNA. The dumb half, but yeah. The dumb half, yeah. For sure. <laughs> which, we, which we learned. <laughs> oh my God. And um, I think we toyed with the idea of fostering first. About seven seconds. For about seven seconds. Yeah. And what about uh, if we were the foster parents? And it was actually Jeremy who was who made the executive decision. Let's get his dad. Like, how, his how is our dad. Dad's, like, dog's dad going to be available? And we don't take him. You have to. You have, have to. to. Like if someone right now was like, we found Azul's dad, I'd be like, great. Now well, you have okay, two dogs. I guess I have Azul's yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah. Like I would, yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. no way I wouldn't. Right. I'd be like, any more family members? Right. Anything right. else? You got cousins? I'll take, I'll take him too. What you didn't realize though is Azul's dad like showed up two years older than Azul and however old Azul is and uh, was not potty trained. Doesn't really know his name. Doesn't know what to say. Doesn't know, know anything. Knows nothing, but very sweet. Oh. He's very so sweet. sweet. So anyways, we are facing the challenges of what it's like to raise a puppy, except for he's seven. Yeah, currently. we're on the journey of learning. Wait, this is so bizarre that the yeah. dad- When the parent becomes the child? Yeah. That's oh. exactly what it is. That's literally exactly what it is when oh. the parent becomes the child. He's like a baby, he's except a baby. for he's seven. Yeah. This is crazy. I can't wait to watch this journey now. I'm so invested. And then you're just yeah. like, you need to learn from your son. Oh. Like- <laughs> No, we literally are like your brother dad, like your brother son, right. your brother dad, because like, like brothers. it's cool because like if you were to like try and draw the family tree of like if we're the parents, but then the, the, the new dog is Moose's and it's all very confusing. But we now have Moose's dad. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I know people are going to want to follow along with this journey with the dogs and you guys and so, everything. Yeah. Um, I wish you guys could just stay forever. We love you so much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, tell everybody where they can find you guys, your Instagrams, obviously the podcast, YouTube, everything. Plug away. Um, Wild Till Nine is our podcast. I feel like I also did a terrible job. I like told half of the nails pre-engagement story. So we have like more content on that, obviously, over on Wild Till Nine. Um, and then I'm Lord DIY on everything everywhere else. And I don't use social media really, but um, if you want to hop over to the podcast, it'll be there. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. <laughs> this was really such a pleasure. We love having you. Yes, Thanks I love the team. If you feel like you didn't get something out, it lives on your podcast. Yeah, it lives on the internet forever. Check it out there. Thanks for taking five minutes off from your tour schedule. You were really um, welcome. I know, your, my God. Yeah, your global kingdom that you're building to, to hang out we with us. We landed last night and I was like, how are we going to do this today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys made it really easy. Yeah, you guys so made thank it Thank you. We love you guys. And you guys know where to find everything Girls Gotta Eat at girlsgottoeat.com, tour tickets, merchandise, uh, vibesonly.com, vibesonly on Instagram. I'm going to go out of order here. Girls Gotta Eat podcast on Instagram. I'm Ash Hess. Rain is Rain. Greenberg. TikTok. I haven't mentioned that in a couple of weeks, oh, but the TikTok oh, is blowing up ish. <laughs> Girls Gotta Eat podcast and our YouTube as well. Subscribe, share with a friend, and we'll see you next week. Have a good week, guys. Bye. <laughs>